Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef. This is a Cali BBQ Media production. Every single week we talk about our ongoing thesis and that is digital hospitality. Every business needs to be digital first and every business needs to be in the hospitality business. One of the things we talk about is no matter what business you're in, you also need to be a media business. And how do you accomplish that? We talk about smartphone storytelling and the easiest way to go about that is short form video. And if you've been participating in our weekly clubhouse series every single Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, we meet with our Cali Barbecue Media team, as well as any of our podcast guests that we have on or any of the people that come in contact to this podcast, people that are intrigued to improve their business. And we have discussions about whatever's relevant for that week. Um, today's guest is Brian Dempsey. You can find him on Instagram at 40 underscore something underscore style on Instagram. You can also find him 40 something style on TikTok. He is a 26 year digital marketing veteran. Um, he is the owner of Bright Tribe, and he has an incredible, powerful mission, and that is to help business owners improve their digital presence. And uh, him and I connected on this clubhouse call, and he's here today as our guest. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Sean, I really do appreciate it. I'm glad to be here and uh, excited about the topic. So, Brian, one of the things uh, I love, my, my mentor, David Meltzer, he teaches us um, that everyone needs to have a two-minute drill. So what's your two-minute drill? Who are you and what do you do to give people a little bit of background? So I'll, I'll put you on the spot and uh, let, let, you, let you share with us who you are and what you do. Yeah, sure. So, you know, as a small business owner, I've, I've owned two different agencies. Uh, one of them, we had 25 folks, clients around the globe. The other has been a virtual agency uh, working with a team around the globe. But as a small business owner, dude, I get the stresses of taxes, insurance, overhead, um, and managing the marketing yourself, right? We can all relate to the fact that it can be overwhelming and exciting all at the same time. And I have been blessed to work with business owners around the world, brands around the world to help them clarify their messaging so that people understand who they are and what they do and move that needle in their thinking, create really strong visual identities so that we eliminate the back button, right? When somebody lands there, we pull them through a process to a point of conversion rather than going eh, and banging that back button. Uh, we also increase visibility and so we find out where is that target audience and we work to gain visibility in those areas. We build their online reputation, uh, which is vitally important today, right? For service-based businesses particularly, um, six out of 10, almost seven out of 10 people will contact a business directly from a search result. And so, you know, that's important. But really my passion now over the last year and a half has shifted to helping people connect in meaningful ways using video to grow their business. And so um, a lot of my time and energy is doing a lot of coaching, a lot of speaking and working with agencies to help them uh, provide video marketing services to their clients. I absolutely love what you're doing. And I loved all the things that you had to share on our clubhouse call. And I'm excited for the listeners today to really dig deeper into video. It's yeah. something that we talk about a lot. And what I'm starting to realize is it's the easiest way to simplify social media. It is the easiest way to share your story. 
short form video and specifically TikTok has focused our media team, Stover, who runs our podcast, yeah. um, all the people that we work with, the people that we aspire to be, we are, we're content creators. So we literally believe that you listen to this podcast, no matter what business you're in, you need to become a media company. The quickest way to do that, number one is mindset, but number two is video. It's using that video app. What, what challenges do you have when you're working with coaching clients or when you're working with brands in the psychology behind getting behind the camera? Yeah, you know, um, what, one of the things that we talk about is the fact that video is the fastest pathway to trust. And we, we, we've heard that adage, you know, uh, that people do business with people and the whole no like, and trust factor. Well, video allows us to connect in that way that is the fastest pathway to building trust with our existing and potential customers. But one of the biggest, um, I think, mindset challenges that people have is they come to video and they're, they're truly at, the, at their core, they're just afraid of looking silly. They're, they're, they're afraid that they're not going to know what to say. They're going to stumble over their words. They don't like the way they look. They don't like the way they sound. They, they, they feel awkward. And so they, they are literally, you know, when, when you look at the list of the things that scare people to death in public speaking, you know, being above spiders and death, right? Yes. You know, yes. people would rather die than to walk out on stage. This is that, true. Yeah, that translates to video. People yes. have this, this fear. And um, a lot of what we do is helping them to rein in, not be led by their emotion, but to really help to reset their thinking um, with, with things like this, like the fact that in America, you know, most Americans consume, this is staggering, Sean, two and a half hours of video content per day. Yeah. Per day. It is it's it's inordinate amount of content, but then when we which is still seems low. I mean, to get to that average, you, you've got you've oh. got to have people consuming yeah. much more video content. And yeah, I'll and tell you not... personally, the video content that I consume just on my phone. Forget about the video content that I consume, you know, on the TV, whether it's Netflix or whether it's That's YouTube right. TV or streaming, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's that th it sounds like a lot. It's even more. Oh, no, <laughs> it's even look, more. I yeah, and, and, and we're talking about Facebook Live, Facebook Video, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all, all of this kind LinkedIn, of LinkedIn. I mean, LinkedIn yeah. is a LinkedIn, video platform. Yep. YouTube. And, but, but the reality is here, here's what I help people to understand the majority of that content is not professionally produced. Yes. The overwhelming majority of that content is consumer produced content. And then all of a sudden it clicks and they're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's right. And then it's, and then we, we say, well, how, how much time do you spend criticizing? And with, with this kind of critical judgmental, we don't do that, right? In fact, when we hear somebody stumble a little bit or whatever, we tend to empathize with them. Yes. And, and, and we, we, we connect with them emotionally because we see them being their true self. We, 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 we see the authenticity, the vulnerability, the realness of who they are, right? And so it connects emotionally. And, and so a lot of our coaching in the beginning talks about mindset is you be you 
and the people who are watching are watching you because they're there for you. Yes. Right? They are your cheerleader and they're there because of the content that you produce. And over time, practice makes progress, right? Practice is that. never going to make perfect, but practice makes progress. And um, if, if we just take the step, you, know, uh, you, you remember the movie, What About Bob? Yes. Right? Ba- baby steps to the elevator, baby yep. steps to the stairwell, baby steps to the curb. That's, that's what we're doing. Um, and and we, we do it by just starting and realizing that uh, I, I just need to be me and the people are watching are there for me. I love that. When, when was the unlock for you personally with video? Because I, yeah. I mean, as, as I go through, you know, when we speak about digital hospitality and our oh shit internet moments where, you know, I used to make fun of my friend for being on Facebook because I thought he was getting girls and you know, that, was my bus- <laughs> that was my business partner until I realized, oh, wait, I can claim our Facebook business page and I can actually help our business that's struggling get people to come in and care about our, our, our products and our services. Yeah. That was one of my many oh shit moments. But when was yours yeah. with video? You know, it, it's funny. My my video experience started mainly in in my hobby life, which is the men's style side. Okay. Right? So uh, so the Instagram that you mentioned earlier, the forty something style, that that's just a hobby page, right? It, it started it. out that way. Um, now I've worked with freaking over one hundred and fifty brands around Amazing. the world. Really right? amazing. Um, as an inf- as an influencer. Well, as a content creator. Correct. Yeah. Content um, creator, influencer. We're we're all influencers. Is one of the things yeah. that you know. There's a misconception to what an influencer. You're not a TikToker with a million followers or Instagrammer with a hundred. It's it's right. the fact that every one of us has influence. We have influence yeah. over our fam. Hopefully, <laughs> influence yeah. in our households, influences in our families, influences yeah. at school, at work. Yeah. So, so with me, with video, you know, I I had done public speaking for probably 30 years. So I have spoken hundreds and hundreds of times in all kinds of uh, environments, different topics, et cetera, everything from how to improve your reading comprehension to digital marketing, to conferences, to, I mean, just all kinds of things. And so um, the, the, the speaking piece wasn't, wasn't difficult, but as a, as an agency, we really didn't leverage video uh, much at all. In fact, only in the last maybe year and a half have I focused on video because um, when, when, when I started Bright Tribe, I made the conscious decision that I wanted to build the agency brand and not my own personal brand. Yes. And I, I've, re- I've rethought that a lot. The last year and a half, I spent I spent about $10,000 on six months worth of coaching last year. And, um, and the whole thing was personal brand. And so now coming out of that, um, I'm really developing a lot of my own personal brand with video that's really separate from, from my agency. If, if my agency goes away, I still have this personal brand and identity that I've built. Correct. And so, uh, so yeah, but it started really kind of on my hobby site, talking about clothes and shoes and uh, that type of thing, which, you know, when, when you're passionate about something and you just, and you're just sharing, I found that people just resonate, people just, just connected. And I would have 
crazy amounts of people on my live Instagram videos just shining shoes and talking about shoes. Yes. Um, be, because we connected that way. I mean, I think that's fascinating. And I appreciate you for sharing that because a lot of people don't realize, I mean, it's one of the things, the unlocks for me as a business owner, as a restaurant owner, marketing Cali Comfort on Twitter, what's Cali Comfort's voice? What's the brand identity voice? But then establishing the Sean P. Walchef account where it's actually, now I can start commenting on sports. I can start yeah. commenting as a dad. I can start commenting as a husband. I can start adding character, digital marketing, hospitality, podcasting, whatever I feel like, like, like talking about, I can do that because yeah. that's who I am. It's my authentic self. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. See, I, I made the shift about six months ago with my Instagram. It used to, if you were to go to 40 something style, it would say, you know, hel helping men discover new brands and you know, that, you know, uh, whatever. Right. And I, I primarily worked with higher end boutique brands. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't disposable clothing and, you know, mass market stuff. It was custom small batch, you know, amazing stories. And that's the thing. I, people love stories. Yes. And um, I am all about telling the brand story, you know, like the pockets where I have in my pocket, I can tell you the designer and the fact that she would go to Japan to meet with indigo farmers to get this color and amazing. You know, to Peru to get baby alpaca wool and, you know, I, to tell the story of why yes. that, that's an important piece. Correct. And so it's not, it's not, you know, a me, me, me. It's very much about that brand story. And I think, I think that translated really well working with brands. And then I'm like, you know, yeah, I, I need to, I really need to shift that and begin doing that on, on my business side. Yeah. Well, it's right? amazing. And I'm, I'm so happy that you're here on this podcast because this are, these are the conversations that are so important. If you're listening to this podcast, you are so important. You are part of this community and we want you to be better. We want you to be posting TikTok content, you to be controlling your own personal brand, you to use that video app so that you're making videos. I mean, I was sharing a story earlier on a different podcast I was a guest on that it's the skill set of learning how to use that camera app. You know, oh, yeah. we all have, like you said, your hobby, you started taking the photos, taking the videos of your hobby that enabled you to become a storyteller about yep. the things that you cared about. Once you realized how powerful that was to tell that story, you could start doing it within your business and teaching other business owners how easy it is. It's never been easier to share. We have the technology in our pockets That's to right. share these native stories of things that we choose we literally choose in our business, the products that we bring into our business. Why did we choose them? Well, yep. each one of those businesses, they all need digital marketing content. They all need sales content. They all want to grow. If you start learning the skill set of how do I tell the story of my ribs? Well, guess what? That same video that I made of my ribs, I can now make of Toast, our technology partner, and unboxing our technology equipment at our restaurant. Yep. By doing that, that is powerful for toast. It's powerful for other restaurant owners. That's and right. that's, that's the magnification of going from marketing to media. Yep. 100. You know, it's funny. I, uh, I was saying earlier that I had been running around to different meetings as I was on the way to a proposal review this afternoon. Um, 
one of my uh, video coaching uh, clients called and he says, hey, I'm, I'm working on this ideal client avatar. It was a new concept for him, right, to understand who that ideal client is and then working through the things that are important. And um, it, it's, it's interesting because when we talk about uh, being content creators, one of the biggest challenges people have once they gain a little bit of confidence on camera and they're like, Hey, I can do this, right. I can, yeah. I can hit the go live button. I can wait a couple of seconds and there it is. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to break out in splotches. <laughs> and dives, right. Yes. I, I, I can do this. Then it's, what do I say? Right. Yes. What, what, what's the content that's going to provide value to that, um, that, that ideal client. And so, um, you know, that's, that's where just having the technology in our pocket, just having the ability to do it, I, I just discovered, particularly because we have a video marketing platform, we haven't mentioned yet, but mm -hmm. because we have this platform, there's a gap between having the tools and having the clarity, the confidence, a content strategy, yes. and being able to connect with people on video. And this, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping people to bridge that gap so that they use the tools that they have effectively to grow their business. I'd love okay. to tell me about the video platform that you've created and why you created it. Yeah, sure. So, um, so it's called Tribe Video. And Tribe Video is a suite of five video marketing tools. Um, one is video email. So, you know, you think of uh, some big players like BombBomb or yep. Video Hippo, you know, th these kind of things. So you have video email. You have the ability to capture those video testimonials. And look, video testimonials are the freaking holy grail of video marketing. Uh, it's, when, yes. Yeah, I, I have on the homepage of my agency site, if you went to brighttribe.com, you scroll down, there's a little section that says, we love our happy clients. One of those videos is by a client of mine. He shot it in portrait mode, shaking it like he's got Parkinson's at, in some goofy angle, right? Yep. That video is worth $10,000 to me. Yep. Because of the emotion, because of the of the connection, because you hear the the emphasis and him him thinking through the right word to express what we've done for him, and if and if I were to write out his testimonial, it would be it'd be powerful, it'd be wonderful. Yeah. But hearing him, it, it takes it to a whole different level, and literally, I use that testimonial shot on a phone like that. I even have it embedded in my digital proposals. Yep. It's, it's that powerful. So, so our tool allows you to capture those video testimonials. It allows you to create branded videos so you can mm -hmm. record your video. And with just a click, you can add an animated logo. You can select music, upload a call to action graphic at the end. And at the end of the day, the platform takes what you can do on your phone or your webcam and it elevates it, it polishes it, it brands it, and it produces an MP4 that you can then use on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, your website. And so, uh, and then, you know, one of the tools is video messages. So you mm -hmm. can create a, you know, 90 second video message and with, with your little whiteboard, you know, hey, hey, Sean, good to meet you kind of thing. I love that. 
and, uh, and drop that in LinkedIn or text with that little animated GIF. So it's a, it's a platform that just allows people to create video content easily, brand it, and be able to distribute that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, one of, I mean, cool. it's, it's something that there's a, a quote that my, my actual video producer, so we work with Rising Tides Creative. They do all of our professional long form YouTube content, but yeah. so much of the things that we talk about is that it's great to have a video team, but if you don't afford a video team, everybody has a smartphone. That's like, right. Literally the most important tool that business owners have that they take for granted in their business inventory is their smartphone. Yep. Literally. 100%. It is yeah. the most valuable thing. It is the thing that can connect you globally to a global audience, can turn you into an e-commerce company, a media company, but you just have to be willing to use that smartphone to its greatest capacity. You don't have to create a, a technology platform. You literally yeah. just need to build on the backs of giants. Facebook is there. Twitter is there. LinkedIn is there. TikTok is there. Like you yeah. name it, go on and on and on. Yeah. More importantly, yeah. once you create these native videos, put them on your website because oh, the website is what you own. That's right. And being able to repurpose this content, you know, that's, that's what's incredibly powerful. Yes. Right. So, you know, you, you create, even if it's a two minute video, boy, you might, you might find a whole half dozen little clips in there that you want to pull out that that's, that's a 15 second little nugget that all you're going to do is drop that in social and, and move the needle in somebody's thinking. Help yep. to create that credibility, that authority, thought leadership. Um, yeah, that's man, that's good stuff. I when I speak, I often start by asking, uh, what, "What's the best camera to create video content?" <laughs> right. Well, what does everyone answer? Well, um, some some of them some of them do this, but the answer is the one that you have. Yes. <laughs> right. That's that's the very best one to create video Correct. content is the one you have. And I don't care if it's an iPhone 6S, if that's what you've got, you start there. Yes, right? that is 100% correct. I can remember um, when, when I started uh, my Instagram, it started kind of as a joke, right? Um, I, I, was wearing, <laughs> I, I, I had bought it, I bought a new suit. I had a new pair of Allen Edmonds shoes. The sales guy tried to sell me some fancy socks and I said, I'm too old for fancy socks. And um, then I started thinking, well, may maybe I should. So I bought some on Amazon and uh, I would literally get in my wife's car. I would throw my foot up on the dash on my personal Instagram page. I'd snap a picture and post it and say, today's sock. My kids started going bananas. They're like, you got to stop that. Nobody cares about <laughs> stupid socks. That's and great. They, they gave me such grief. I can remember, literally, I can remember almost to, to the moment, pulling out the driveway, throwing my foot up on my wife's dash, shooting a picture and her saying, why don't you just make a page for that? And I'm like, damn it. Okay, I will. <laughs> right. That's fantastic. But in the beginning, Sean, I would take my iPhone 6S. Yes. I didn't have a professional photographer. I didn't yes. have a videographer. I literally would stack pillows on the back of the couch, put a tennis shoe, stick my phone in the tennis shoe and use the timer to shoot little videos and, and do uh, photos. That right? is amazing. Because that's what I had. That's where I started. 
right? So everybody starts somewhere and you know, we, we, we don't measure ourselves uh, by, by where I am four years later, right? You, you go back and I guarantee you that people starting today are gonna be starting off a whole lot better than I did. Correct. And I think that's, you know, that's such a powerful thing for people to realize that everyone feels like they're late. Like it's too late to start a podcast. It's too late to start a website. It's too late to build an Instagram account. It's too late to, you know, start a YouTube page. Like it's the worst time to start is tomorrow. What you can do is today. Today, you can decide that the photos that you're going to take, the videos that you're going to take, that camera app that is on your smartphone, you can hit publish. Because it's one thing to develop the skill set of taking the photo, but it's actually once it's published is where now it's live on the internet. Now it's searchable. Now actually opportunities can come from it. Kyle and Sarah, who's uh, one of our guests on the podcast, he's the host of the National Restaurant Owners podcast, but he uh, he's a commercial real estate broker that used to be a restaurant owner. And he's a content creator. He does TikTok videos. He has a phenomenal account. Um, at the restaurant consultant on TikTok. But one of his stories that I love to share is that literally he was posting a photo about his French bulldog. That French bulldog got him an $8 million listing because somebody that was following his account said, I have a French bulldog. I like this man. I'm going to now hire him. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And you know, this this is where... um, when, when we go back to that, what about Bob? And we talk about these baby steps, you don't have to have it all figured out. Um, and it honestly, it's not, a lot of this is not rocket science. There, there, there is no uh, hidden knowledge back here that, uh, that, that you've got to try to mine out. We can all get better and we can all learn, but we can all start right where we are. If you're yes. on Facebook or if you're on LinkedIn, um, you, you can start right there. Uh, in fact, I spoke two weeks ago to a group about cultivating a video marketing mindset. And one of the challenges, uh, there, there were only a couple people in the whole room who had ever done a Facebook Live. And so, so you know, we, we talked a little bit about some tips on going live and, you know, how to do that. Don't, don't wait around for people, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we're looking at some, some tips. But we challenge people, hey, let's uh, let, let's do this like yes. today. Let's, let's go live today. Right now. And, um, <laughs> well, I, I, I would, but we were in the basement of a police station that has oh, a no. community room and zero <laughs> cell signal. Zero like, cell signal. Yeah. At, at, at the beginning, they're like, everybody check in. And it's like, yeah, you're not going to be checking in nothing. You're going you're to have to wait till you get back on the parking yep. deck. But, um, but, it was great because the guy who called me, who's now one of my coaching clients, yes, he was the only guy who tagged me in a live video. Yes. It was his very first live and he did fantastic. He did great. Yes. Right. Um, we spent 90 minutes uh, last Friday walking through some things and he, he's so excited. He's about to bust. Right. Yep. Um, he, he, he hasn't, he hasn't officially started uh, but he's working through content and client and some messaging and right how he wants to position himself. So, uh, so I mean, that's the best the the best part about it is that we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> We've been doing this for 13 years. We've been podcasting for four years. We're about to launch our second podcast. Like we're still 
sharpening the saw every single day. And we're surrounding ourselves with people like you that come into our clubhouse rooms unexpectedly that are able to share all this knowledge about video marketing, digital marketing, clarifying your message, and then knowing that now I have a connection you know, the connection to somebody that actually is making an impact on small business owners, on entrepreneurs, that's literally doing the same things that we like to do. And then now you never know where those opportunities are going to lead. If you start to treat people online the way that you do in real life, you will be amazed at the business opportunities that you can create. Yeah. Look, I had a, uh, it's funny. We, we actually white label our platform, right? So that, so the agencies, coaches, marketing people can serve their clients with video marketing and make recurring revenue. Yep. And I had a call this afternoon, just a few hours ago with uh, an agency owner in Virginia that I met on clubhouse. Yes. And they, they provide a ton of social media marketing, but they were missing the video piece. Yes. Right? And they're, they're, they're so excited. They're about to just jump through hoops because uh, they're like, Wow, we've we, we've got a tool now to actually provide uh, a solution for our clients to easily create video content, and so, sometimes that's all it is. It's just the nudge. People people watch, they consume it, they know it's important, but most people just don't have the foggiest clue where to start. Yep. Right. I mean, like um, it's it, it's just like if you were to ask somebody, "Hey, can you leave me a Google review?" Yeah. The overwhelming majority of people don't know how to do it. Correct. They, they do, do I go to Google? Do I go to your website? If I go to Google, what do I do? Yep. You know, um, I, I typed in your domain name and it pulled up your website, but they, they, they don't know how. Correct. And, and a lot of times with video, um, pe- people know that they have, they have zero problem going to a birthday and, and filming a 45 second happy birthday and blowing out the candle and texting that video to grandma who didn't show up. Right. They can do that all day long, but there, but there seems to be a lot of times just a disconnect between being able to do that for business and put it on the web, wherever it's going to live. Correct. Versus sending it to grandma. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, that's such a, such a, a great point. And that's something that we talk about a lot. And that's the native video. It's the act of capturing the video, understanding that you are the videographer and whether you're, if you're the subject, you can literally put it on a tripod. You can, you know, just press play. You can go in selfie mode. You don't need to have multiple people to record and capture. And once you start to develop the skill set of going, okay, this is a unique perspective that only me as the business owner get to see Maybe somebody else cares about this. Maybe my staff care about this. Maybe my vendors care about this. Maybe my customers care about this. Maybe you know my investors care about this. You don't know who's going to care about that until you capture that content. And that micro content, that micro video that you capture, capturing it's one thing, publishing it's the next. You, know, yeah. you can't overthink the publishing part because the publishing part, what I love what you said was start where you already are. You're yeah. already planted on Facebook. Post that native video that you just took of your business that no one else has ever seen. Post that onto your personal Facebook page, not to your business Facebook page that has that doesn't have many followers, but to your personal Facebook page. And what I love people, business owners, entrepreneurs, people that work for other companies that love what they're doing. 
they go, well, I don't want to post that onto my personal Facebook page because I don't want to bore the people that are I'm friends with. Well, are they really your friends? If they, if they don't care about the work that you're doing, if you don't care about, first of all, if you don't care about the work that you're doing enough to capture it, you should probably find a different line of work. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, look, absolutely. You know, one of the, uh, one of the things that I talked about today, when, when we're talking about native video, particularly going live, like for, for me, being able to go live is kind of the, the, the baby step. It's just yes. it's the easiest way to get into this video space. I love it. You're right. You're hundred percent correct. And when, when people, when, when I, when I share with people some things that, uh, you know, have you ever heard of the curse of knowledge, right? When, when you know something, it's so intuitive to you that you just can't imagine that other people don't know this, correct. right? Yes. Or, or it, it's just not as intuitive to them. Um, so some of the things that I share with people, sometimes I feel like this is so, this is just so obviously ele elementary. Yep. But it's not. People, people, people don't know. And so thing, things like um, when, when you go live, if I, I, I had to tell, I, I told somebody this yesterday, we were talking. I'm like, look, when, when you go live, I've watched a couple of your lives. You don't have to wait for a full minute for people to join. Correct. Right? Because the majority of your views are going to be replays. Correct. And so, On demand content. That's right. So um, look, right, right when you log in, go ahead and just start talking. And they're like, well, well, I, I feel funny because I'm talking to myself. And <laughs> And, and this is, I talk know, to myself all the time. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, if you go on my lives, my TikTok lives and my Instagram, I'm talking to myself all the time. <laughs> but, but, but see, one of the things like, like even today on Instagram and you know, the, the way I've kind of segmented my Instagram is most of my content um, as far as photos and stuff is lifestyle, but my stories are almost all marketing and all yep tips and that kind of thing. So you, you do know, a phenomenal job on your stories. I love your stories, the tips that you give. I mean, it's a great, it's a great way for people that are scared of publishing their content because the story disappears in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, no, look, absolutely. And what the, the thing I shared today was think about your lives, think about your video content as a real conversation, right? Yes. And so your, your audience on the other side of that camera, that's who you're talking to. And as you're talking, they, they're mentally responding with questions, concerns, thoughts, objections, um, tell me more, you know, what, whatever it may be. But as soon as we understand that, that the things that we're sharing on video, it, it truly is a conversation and it's not just one-sided. I'm not talking to myself because in the end, that audience, we want that audience to respond to us. Correct. And that response is going to come by way of, I like that, or I'm going to comment on that, or I'm going to send you a DM, or you know what, I'm going to click that link and register or whatever it may be. It truly is a two-way conversation. It's just happening and sometimes it's happening right there in real time, but, um, but rather than thinking I'm just sharing information, talking to myself, 
I always think about, man, I've got, I've got an, an audience on the other side of this. And I'm talking to that one person every yes, time. An audience of one. And, and really thinking about what, what would, what's that conversation like with them, right? Yeah. And in my head, anticipating where that conversation is going um, as I'm sharing. So, yeah. uh, you know. I mean, I think that's so valuable. And it's one of the things I heard. Um, Rory Vaden is another uh, influencer that I follow. Um, he helps other big personalities with their personal branding, but he was, he, he was talking about on one of his podcasts, if you're struggling to figure out what kind of content to produce, think of who you were as a business owner or before you launched your business. What did you, what do you know now that you wish you knew then talk to yourself? Who were you five years ago? Share the secrets of what you've learned, the vulnerabilities of what you've learned, the truth of what you've learned. Your and failures. if, you, if, if you, the failures of what you did wrong, yeah. guess what? There's an audience for that. You're going to oh. resonate with other business owners that are outside of your industry that aren't looking for men's fashion. You know, oh. start talking about who you are as a father. Start talking about who you are as a husband. Start yeah. talking about who you are as a brother, as a sister, you know, as a sister, whoever, whoever you are, your identity. I mean, yeah. one of the things we, we were fortunate to have a lot of relationships with sports media people in radio out here, people on TV in San Diego. And one of the things that the radio people always tell me all the time is it doesn't matter who they covered, you know, what Super Bowl event they were at, what NBA championship they were at, you know, what, inter what interview they did with, you know, Michael Jordan. It's always what they talked about as being a dad that mm -hmm. resonates with their audience. When people would come up to them, it was always something that they shared about being as a dad, being a husband, being a failure. You know, it was always one of those stories. It's never one of the things that we think about all the time. It's the truth that's going to resonate the, the, the fastest. Yeah, we, 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 we connect and we identify uh, with that where I, I may not be able to identify uh, with, uh, with, with a Michael Jordan or whomever at this level, but on that relational level, I can completely identify. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it, uh, it, it's funny. I, I shared a video on LinkedIn uh, a couple weeks ago and I, I did a proposal review with a potential client. And Sean, I mean, I blew it. I mean, I just, <laughs> I, I've, I, I've done this a long time. Right. And um, I, I, I worked on this proposal and I, I, I had all these like new services, new ways I could package stuff. And so um, my, my pricing area of my proposal was nearly two freaking pages long because I had all these great options and all this stuff. And it was the first time I'd ever done that. And um, I got up that morning and I, I touched base with an agency owner, a buddy of mine in Indiana. I'm like, hey, have you got a minute? I just want to review this with you. I mean, I, I didn't feel it, right? I'm, I'm thinking this is, I don't know if this is good. Sure enough, I confused this poor lady. We spent 25 minutes reviewing something that was just a throwaway. I mean, it was yeah. just, it was a nothing. But anyway, I, I ended up sharing that on LinkedIn. I'm yeah. like, look, you know, so, sometimes, sometimes you just, overwhelm people. You give them so many options. You do all this that you just overwhelm them. Well, thankfully, uh, the last 10 minutes of our call, her husband came in and kind of regrouped, got things on uh, on track, and they ended up signing that proposal. I was shocked. I mean, I was just 
really? flat blown away. I thought there's no way in the world they're going to yeah. sign this. But the actual presentation, I believe the, the feedback though, the engagement in LinkedIn on yes. that video, I mean, where, where others, I'm like, oh, this is a great tip. Oh, yes. well, you know, this, you know, this is, you know, well, this is juicy right here. People nope. are going to think everybody's failed. Everybody's right. failed. Yeah. And um, so it's, uh, it, it's really interesting when, when you, when you get real, um, and I don't mean R-E-E-L, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. just my Southern accent, <laughs> <laughs> but, but when you get real, then um People do. They they connect, and uh, you don't have you don't have to share all your dirty laundry, right? You can you can say I had a, I had a tough day at home without saying you know boy me, me and my wife got into a knockdown dragout, right? You yeah. you don't have to share the whole world, but you can open up and let people see the real you rather than the than the facade that uh, that we've a lot of us have been trained sure. to kind of put on. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, one of the things I definitely want to ask you about is I, I appreciate the fact that you're a coach and you help other business owners get over their fear of marketing, learn how to do marketing, capitalize on marketing. But one of the things that I love that you've shared with me is that you have coaches, you have mentors, and it's something that I truly believe in. My grandfather was my first mentor, the person that taught me to always ask for help, always be curious, bring people into your life that you strive to be, that can help you with directions to where you want to go. Yeah. Um, why is it important for you to invest in yourself and to, to hire coaches into the things that you're weak in? Yeah, you know, um, when I was younger, I was really arrogant. I just thought, man, I'm, you know, I, I was really, really good at what I did. And we were very successful. Yeah. You know, we, 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 we had, we had marquee clients and they were around the globe and we were a dot-com success, 25 person agency. And we, we, we were the real deal. Right. And I, and I was the man <laughs> in, the, in my own mind. I mean, yes. I'm just saying. And, no, uh, I, I truly appreciate the honesty. And, um, and it, it really, it took me, um, it, it, it took me just, I don't know, like getting older, it, it, it was not part of my DNA to personally have a coach. Um, but over time in our first agency, we, we got to the point where we outgrew, the, the, this is the seeds of it. We outgrew. I started out as our creative director, but my clients got bigger and they needed a skill set that I didn't have. And we ended up hiring people a lot more experienced than me that, I mean, just had decades of experience on me. We paid them well and I learned how to let them do their job. Yep. And that, that was a challenge for me. You know, I mean, sure. it was a real challenge to my ego. It was a yeah. challenge, you know, because I was having to let go of something. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not good enough to do this anymore. Now I got to come over here and do this. Um, well, you know, as the years passed, you, you recognize that, um, you know, I, I am very, very good at a few things, but my goodness, the, the, the plethora of things <laughs> that, that I'm not good <laughs> can, can, can fill a notebook. Yes. Right? 
Yes. And so, uh, so I did o over the last, you know, um, several years, I, I have consistently invested in, um, in coaching and really very targeted. I know in the very beginning, our very first agency, we were three guys in 400 square feet. We were in the back room of a Remax building and we, we double-sided tape and put it on the back of a business card and stuck it to the door and we were a company. Wow. Right? And, um, but we um, were blessed to have a uh, minority shareholder who, his name was Gordon Sawyer, and he had founded an agency called Sawyer Advertising it grew to become Sawyer Riley Compton in Atlanta. And at the time was a $53 million a year agency. Wow. It, was, it was the third largest B2B agency in the United States. Incredible. And he had retired and lived in our hometown. And um, my partner's dad was now the president of this agency. So, you know, we, we had those connections. We gave him 5% of the agency and he came in and he mentored us about every two weeks for nearly two years. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's how we were able to start. And then after that, I was a young buck who thought I knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it took me years to realize I did. It, took, but, it uh, took, you, took you years to remember that first mentor that you had. Yeah. You know, yeah. but uh, you know, it, it, it's interesting because it, when you, when you think about mentors, um, they don't, a lot of times they don't have to be in the same space. Correct. And, yeah. um, and finding, finding people like I've, I've got a, uh, uh, I've got a buddy who just started a, a company and I told him, I said, you know, I said, if it were me, there's a couple of things I would do. Uh, number one, he's trying to figure out pricing and some other things. And uh, it's a home services company. I said, if it were me, I said, I would look at people outside my market Yep. And I would pick up the phone and I would literally say, hey, you're only two hours away. I'm willing to drive from Atlanta to Greenville and, and take you to breakfast and coffee. And, you know, I, I see you're just really successful. And I'd love to just learn. I just yeah. lo lo love to hear some of your challenges and, and how you've gotten to where you are. Yep. Right. That's that's in your industry. Well, I mean, what's even more powerful is he could start a podcast and then reach out to anybody globally. And literally have that conversation for his industry. Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, but I'm like, and then even outside your industry, you find those people yep. that are are successful, and you say, "Can can I talk to you and tell me your story?" Yep. And uh, I mean, and people, as soon as you say, "I want to hear you talk about yourself," Sean, you wouldn't have to say another word. <laughs> you can say you can say this is the talk about yourself podcast correct i'm sean guest talk about yourself correct For 45 minutes they're gonna be happy as a lark correct and that's i mean that's the incredible thing and that's the thing we hope that you know any of the listeners of this podcast if you want to improve yourself if you want to improve your business there's never been an easier time to reach out to people like brian people that have actually done things and accomplished things but also more importantly people that are willing to be vulnerable um, Brian, I appreciate you taking the time to share your successes, but also your failures. Um, we all learn through 
in, in life, we learn through lessons and stories. And so many of the times it's the times where we fall down and we, we don't know how to get back up and we, we need to yeah. learn how to get back up. And um, people like you, leaders like you that are willing to share that, it's very powerful. Um, it's powerful for me. Uh, it's powerful for our listeners. And everything we talked about today, we're going to put uh, links in the show notes to Brian's business. You've got to check out his website, um, Bright Tribe Smart Marketing. It's incredible work that they're doing for websites, if that's something that you're looking for, um, but also the video side. The video side is so powerful. Um, if you need a coach, uh, I know Brian is is available. Um, where, where should people find you on social? What's your, what's your favorite digital playground? Yeah, the, the best place is to simply look for my name, Brian Dempsey. It's going to show up on that 40 something style that that's where I live on Instagram. Yeah. On, on, on Instagram. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That's where, that's where he's at. It's, it's crazy when we, we, we all have so many different, uh, profiles that that we manage and, um, but yeah, the 40 the, the something style, that's, that's kind of home. Yeah, well, I, I love that. And um, obviously, we're going to be, be following you. We're going to ask you to come on Clubhouse the week that your episode publishes every Friday, 10am Pacific Standard Time, if you're listening to this. Hopefully, you're on Clubhouse. Hopefully, you're raising your hand, you're getting involved in the conversation. Uh, we're grateful that you guys follow us on social. We're grateful you reach out. Um, you know that I'm always here as a resource, Sean at CaliBBQ.media. That's my email, Sean P. Walchef. Um, thank you for listening to the show. Um, hopefully you stay curious, you get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Thank you, Brian. Hey, I really do appreciate it. It's awesome being here. I'm glad we uh, connected on Clubhouse.